Welcome to the PB&J Podcast. This will not be televised. Whether you agree with us or not, we invite you to be curious, become empowered, conduct your own research, and gain personal confidence with the goal of improving your overall health and wellness. For health topics and questions, we encourage everyone to consult their physician to discuss the best care and treatments for their personal situation. listeners welcome again to pb and j this will not be televised podcast i'm gonna say hi to jay hey how you doing for our listeners today we have a a, we're going to have a conversation about something that has caused us a lot of angst over the last couple of months because of the fact that the if we look around the country everybody's suffering because of hate crimes, because of hate crimes, and because of um, the number of murders um, doesn't make sense to me at all, and nor to Jay. And so today would be a good opportunity just for us to um, talk about it. I mean, just this week, uh, four students at the University of Idaho were murdered. Um, Stabbed in their sleep, from what I understand. Yes, without, and the, the sad part is that the police have no suspect at this point. They have, they have not identified any suspects, let's put it that way. The only thing is, in that case, there was a, a passcode to get into the door, and so there were multiple people who had that passcode, and so trying to dig through who had the passcode because there was no evidence of a breaking and entering and it's just a lot and I'm sure it's a lot for the parents it's a lot for parents around the country because there there is this fear about sending the child to school there is a fear surrounding you know the safety of the schools um and, and will their child be protected, even if they're in school? So it was a good time for us to sit here and talk about it. Um, so let me tell you about hate crimes. Um, the FBI has defined hate crimes as a criminal offense against a person or property motivated in part or in whole uh, because of race, religion, disability, sexual orientation, ethnicity, gender or gender identity. You know, the U.S. uh, hate crimes has been on the rise in recent years, especially during COVID. Uh, And when you think about the number of, of, there's been a lot of anti-Asian sentiments out there, as well as anti-Blacks, reactions to, you know, racial justice protests that have broke out across the country, across America. Anti-Semitism, uh, too, has been on the uh, on TV the a lot. And uh, yeah. even uh, I, I read that a, uh, a Jewish cemetery had been defaced with uh, swastikas. Swastikas? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's crazy. And, of course, you know, uh, here in, in the U.S., when, you know, things kind of erupted in 2020 with the killing of uh, George Floyd, uh, and Brianna Taylor, too. And Brianna Taylor. Yeah. You know, and these are, are 
deaths that were the result of the actions of the police. So if you have the people that's supposed to be protecting you, is the ones that's also perpetrating the crime against you. Who do you trust? Where do you go? Um, when you think about it, there has been so much crime in the last couple of years, in the last consecutive years, that it's it's overwhelming because you can turn on the news any any day of the week and they will tell you about a crime, uh, a hate crime, or a crime against a person because of their gender or their gender identity. I mean, this, you know, this, this new, um, uh, I guess, I'm not going to say it's a, tr I don't want to say it's a trend, but I think it is, what it is, is that people are now, uh, have to specify their, their gender identity as whether they want to be considered he, she, you. You can see it on, you know, they have it on applications now. You know, how do you, how do you want to be considered? Oh, the pronouns, the, yeah, the, the LGBTQ pronouns. community right. and, yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you know, and the thing is that I know for a fact, you know, as parents, we try to support our children because I know a woman in particular, she's trying to support her, ch her child who's now in college. And uh, he was a former he who now identifies himself as a sheep and trying to maneuver through that environment. At this point, he is now 20. So he's got to have his, he's now developing his own identity away from his mom. And, and she's trying to let go of being so protective, but it's very hard when you, you have these fears that your child will be hurt because of the fact that they have chosen a new identity, and it's obviously that they were born, a, you know, a, a particular gender. So, you know, I don't know, I don't have the answers for that. I don't even know. I know that we definitely need some, some real smart people to look into, you know, helping society to understand that, uh, to understand that these people have identified for this particular reason, and it's something that they have gravitated to for many, many years. I mean, it's not all of a sudden that they decided, okay, I want to be, you know, identified as a he or a she. There, matter of fact, there's a new um, documentary on HBO about transgenders, uh, and it's pretty interesting to see how they're unveiling or revealing how they have been treated all these years and these are older people a know? lot well a lot of people have just you know stayed in the you know in the shadows um yes. there have been several i think it was on pbs i saw something on um the whole transgender and transsexual community and you know what they've been going through uh there was some some uh, folks in their 60s and 70s who relayed some really heartbreaking stories. Um, and, and I'm going to throw my two cents in here while you're talking about that topic. And here's my question. If someone chooses to wear a dress or wear makeup or what, whatever they want to do, however they want to do it, if it's not hurting you, if it's not, you know, if someone is not 
it, it, it's not impacting you. Right. Why? Or harming. Right, right. If someone's now, if someone's got a gun, <laughs> I would say I would feel different. differently. But it's like if someone chooses to dye their hair purple or or you know wear their hat upside down or whatever it is, right. it's like why does anybody care? If that's what makes them happy and that's what makes them comfortable in their skin. In their own skin. It's yeah. like, let everybody just be whatever they want. I, I mean, I don't understand why there's such a, an anger and a hatred and a, you know, people just, you know, on their bandwagon, just so angry at someone who looks different than them. And, and, and that goes for, you know, their religion, uh, who they choose to love, uh, their skin color, uh, you know, fill in the blank, whatever it is. It's like, if they're not hurting you, why do you care? Why does anybody care? What, what exactly is it that fires everybody up so much? Why can't you channel that energy to something positive that will change the world in a in a good way or you know channel it in some other way absolutely even if they have to channel it within to figure out what it is that they need to do to change their life yes you know or to change their thoughts or yes. their reactions to these people because it is not causing anybody harm yes you know they said that uh black jews and se sexual minorities and latinos have been the most frequent targets of hate crimes this year yeah and, and less so than Asian Americans. Um, however, if you remember, just last year, there was a, a law that was passed, um, legislation combating against hate crimes um, because of the spike in anti-Asian markets during COVID. Uh, could you remember it was all about the Chinese? They're responsible for us getting COVID. Right. And, you know, a lot of Asian Americans were being attacked and they were t being blamed for what was happening in our country. But the thing was that if they were smart enough, they would have done research to understand that this was happening across the world. Well, not only that, but, you know, everyone, if, if you have, um, if you are Asian, uh, whether you be from Vietnam or China or Japan or um, India, India, or mm -hmm. if you in any way, shape, or form look Asian, there are a lot of people who stereotype that that look yes. into you are Chinese. Right. It's like right. no one takes right. you know there there are many Asian countries in the world. Absolutely. And so the whole thing about pigeonholing every person who looks Asian into, it's just like African-American. Well, you may not be from, your lineage may not be from Africa. It might be from the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> it might be from Europe. It might be, right. you may not be right. African-American. You may right. be Caribbean. Caribbean. Right? Absolutely. I mean, so it's just, it's the same thing. And it baffles me that, you know, if someone sees someone who, who appears to be Asian and you don't even know, you know, whether they're Vietnamese, whether they're Chinese or, or Japanese or, or Taiwanese, Taiwanese or, or, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever, um, you know, they're automatically this, this hatred and this, and I, I have to say, I think a lot of, uh, 
mainstream media is is kind of stoking those fires and so, uh, social media as well. That's um, absolutely right. Just like it, there was a, 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 they did an interview. I can't remember when it was, but they did a, an interview with a, a Asian girl. Um, I'm gonna say young lady because she was more than a girl. She was older. Um, but they did an interview with her, and she said, you know, because I'm Asian, there's an expectation that I'm good in math. Right. You know? Right. Not all Asians are good at math. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, bet the, yeah. I bet the Indians, you know, from India, they probably feel the same way, because I think I've heard the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody, yeah, we're, we're all different like everybody else in the right. world. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so... Of course, people are going to push her in that direction because of the fact that it, it's so ingrained in the culture, mm -hmm. you know, and, and in the American mind yeah. that you should be good at math. So we're going to put you in this class right. and, and know that you will succeed, but it adds additional stress to these kids. Sure. You know, because it's like, okay, so now I'm expected to perform beyond my capabilities. Right. And so then they end up, you know, having their own problems. And, yeah. You know, trying to maneuver through their own life. And I, I just think it's so wrong. Right. And but yeah, so this this COVID hate crime act was signed uh, by President Biden. It was back in May of 21. And it created a new Justice Department position just to expedite, you know, hate crimes following COVID. I mean, we've gotten to the point now that we have to have a separate department within the Justice Department just for hate crimes. I mean, that you have to legislate that is just ridiculous in the yeah. first place. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's yeah. pretty sad, in my opinion. Yeah, we're we're all on this planet, and nobody's going to make it out alive. So <laughs> the best right. thing we can do is try to make it as easy as possible for as many as possible. And, and for ourselves as well, because I, I know this has to play havoc on somebody's health. Right. And, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add to your um, hate crimes discussion and, and talk about road rage. Um, and also I saw in Fortune magazine, this was a November 2022 article, uh, they were talking about people who are frontline employees. And... Um, they did a survey across 25 industries around the world, by the way, and 76% of those surveys said that they experienced incivility at least once a month. Um, another 78% said they witnessed incivility at work specifically at least once a month. But those numbers, uh, according to this article, don't capture the scale of the problem. They said around 70% said they witnessed incidents of rude behavior at least two to three times a month. And so uh, they said those numbers are higher than they were just a few years ago when a similar study was done in 2005. Um, nearly half of workers said they were treated rudely at work once a month. So you go from 50 to 70-something, right? Um, so that's at work. And then Road Rage, uh, which I was talking about in this, I've never heard of this magazine, but they did have some statistics in there. Um, it's called The Zebra, and this is from a July 2022 article. They said uh, 
in 2019, 82% of people admitted. These are people saying that they, <laughs> they were admitting to committing an act of road rage in the past year. These are people that admitted it, said, yeah, I did that. Um, wow. A total of 12,610 injuries and 218 murders have been attributed to road rage over a seven-year period in the United States. And that's from uh, an entity called Safe Motorist. The, the NHTSA, which is the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration, I think that's what that acronym is, they said that 66% of traffic fatalities are caused by aggressive driving. Um, road rage has been responsible for about 300 deaths since 2013. Um, over a seven-year time period, more than 200 murders and 12,000 injuries were attributed to road rage. These are people driving their cars on the road. Right. I mean, if assuming these statistics are true, right? Assuming mm-hmm. that they're accurate or even close to accurate, it kind of makes me scared to be on the road in my vehicle. Okay, let me tell you something. I have, I'm going to tell you, for the last, I'm going to say two years, for the last two years, if I unintentionally, I would say unintentional. If I unintentionally have cut someone off, and I don't do it often, but you know, there has been incidents that I may, you know, hurry up and try to get around them. They speeding up and I'm trying to hurry up and get around them because I need to make the next turn. Right. Because right? they're, I'm not trying to race you. I'm trying to tell them, I'm not trying to race you, but at the same time, you're like blocking me or blocking my back from turning over. So I end up having to slow down or whatever. Sure. But, the thing is that if I unintentionally cut you off, I am so quick to look in my rearview mirror and just wave my hand and just say, I am so sorry. Or if I didn't see you, right. you know, right. um, I am so sorry. I did not see you there. You were in my blind spot. You right. know, because of the fact, I don't know what, how people are going to react to We just don't know. No, no it's in, in uh, i You've already heard this story, but I'm going to relay it to our listeners. So for the hurricane that was uh, around uh, Hurricane Ian, um, I decided to to get away. And uh, while I was towing my my trailer and and with my three dogs, um, evidently I ticked somebody off. I came off of an exit and I ticked somebody off and they stayed with me. First of all, they gave me the, the finger. Um, and then they stayed with me for at least an hour um, on the road, you know, weaving in and out and giving me the finger again. And really, um, I, I wondered if they had a weapon, quite frankly. And I was like, you know, is this guy going to blow my head off? Um, I, you know, if I cut somebody off, it was purely unintentional. Um, and it was because I needed to merge into traffic or whatever I did to take this guy off. And to think that, you know, just me kind of minding my own business, trying to get somewhere that someone is following me and weaving in and out of traffic to stay on on top of me. And I'm, I'm just sitting there. I really was worried that this guy had a gun. I was like, is he going to turn around and shoot me now? Or is he going to try to run me off the road and then shoot me? Right. Exactly what are his intentions? And I can't imagine... Um, and you were you and I were talking about this before we got online. 
you have to think about what's going on when you get angry at somebody on the road or even in a parking lot or in any situation. I'm not, I'm not even going to say it's just road rage. If someone does something that irritates you um, out in public, whether you're in a car, you're not, you're walking, it's really a good idea to take a breath take a deep breath and think about, you know, that person, hopefully, if you try to give people the benefit of the doubt, whatever they did that ticked you off was probably not intentional. Either they were distracted, um, something may have happened to them recently where they were thinking about something else and they weren't all, you know, all engaged. Um, it could be that they, could be they just came back from the hospital where they had a loved one that was sick. It could be they just came back from a funeral. It could be that they just got bad news. It could be that they just came from a courthouse where they had to sign divorce papers. Or had a round with the boss. Or, right, or some kind of work. And so when, I would say when, and, and I have to say, I admit, I have a temper. And, and it's, I, I do have a temper. Um, and I, I've been trying to, you know, be better as I've gotten older, but really we need to start taking a breath and thinking about what might be going on with another person, that person who really pissed you off so much that you feel like you need to go and either read them the riot act or, um, or do physical harm, harm, you know, punch them or, you know, if you're carrying a weapon, blowing their head (laughs) off or whatever. Right. (laughs) Right. It's like, why don't you, you know, take a breath and think about, you know, what might be happening. Um, And so uh, I was... Here it is, Jay. I just don't understand. And I guess this is me because I know my demeanor, you know. I just don't understand how somebody could get that angry yeah. over, okay, a, a small infraction, right. you know, or because I don't like you or I don't like the way you look or what you're saying or what you're doing yes. is, is making me feel a certain way. Right? Yes. I just don't understand that type of anger. I don't so, either. When it comes down to that, if you're holding that type of anger towards someone, whether it's based on their race, their sexual preference, their, you know, sexual identity, my suggestion is, and I'm going to put it out there, it's more than a suggestion. My plea is that you go get some sort of help. Yes. Yeah. Conflict resolution, counseling. Yes. Anger management. Anger management. Yes. Thing because nothing should make anybody that mad if they actually want to attack someone. I mean, I, I took a, a space away from a lady at the grocery store earlier this week, and what it was was when she was positioned, I didn't see her there because she was waiting. Her Both of us were waiting for a car to come out, okay? I was closer to the car coming out than she was because she was further back. And so when I... Uh, when she pulled out and she went in the direction of this car, I was able to come behind and just pull into the space. Yeah. Okay. Well, the car pulled up behind me, the car that wanted that space, and I, I just said, you know what, I didn't see you, but I'm, I'm only going to take five seconds to run in here. This is what I'm, I'm, I'm having this conversation with myself. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not with her. Right. 
and it was two women in the car, and they pulled up behind me, and they just stopped. Yeah. And I said, okay, let me get out the car. Let me figure out, well, we're in a busy parking lot of the grocery store. Mm -hmm. I said, if they say something, I will apologize. Yeah. Because I did not see them where they were parked. They were like, I would, they were almost 10 cars away. Yeah. From the parking space. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I just, I had to, in my mind, I had to play a story that could ease everybody's tension. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're already insane. coming up with a plan because, right. yeah. And, and how terrible is it you have to come up with a plan because of something that happened in a parking lot? And, right. and, and you and I both know, and, and our listeners know too, um, for any parking lot, it's kind of, I want to say it's a free-for-all because you don't know what people are doing when you, whether you think someone is pulling out or you know they're pulling out and you would already been circling. Say you right. already been circling for 15 circling. minutes and you saw that that space is getting ready to open, but right. someone else saw it and they had just come down the aisle. Yeah. It's like, look, I've been circling this damn parking lot for 15 <laughs> minutes. I want a spot. Right. I'm not trying to um, take anybody off. I just want to park and get park into the it. store and come out. That's come all. Out. Right. right. And so, it, and sometimes that is just not a consideration, right? It is, it yeah. is not. But yeah. I, I, I thought about it afterwards. I said, here I am creating a story. Sure. Just to ease tension. Right. You know? over a parking space yeah and there's no guarantee that even if that even if they had confronted you it there's no guarantee that they that story would have would've you know worked. held water yeah they could have <laughs> said yeah i don't want to hear your story lady i want my spot back right, i need I you to pull spot. out yeah you need yeah. to pull out and get out and exactly then I, I would have then i have would have went in the opposite direction right right right, right. and i would have said some things that we're not nice, and I don't want to expose our view, our listeners to. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave that one to myself. But yeah. you know, the thing is that we're living in a world of walking on eggshells and high stress. Yes, it really is. It yeah. does create a lot of stress, and it and and because of the stress, it creates a lot of things in our body that you know. That are not good for us. Yeah, and so before before we talk about that, I just have to relay a story that happened this this week, and I know you'll appreciate this. I was in the doctor's office, and I was it was the the waiting room was filled with an older clientele. I want to say they were probably in their seventies and eighties. And I was sitting there, minding my own business, just sitting there quietly, checking my phone. And there were three individuals sit, sitting next to me, uh, probably in their late 70s or early 80s. And this is, not a, this is not a ping against the elderly. This is just, I'm trying to describe the story. But this uh, one gentleman who was in, this, in, this, in these seats next to me, he was very obviously upset about um, the midterm elections and he proceeded to let everybody know very loudly not to himself and not whispering very loudly what he thought should happen 
to people who are, were regulators in the uh, U.S. Congress. And then he, were, he was saying things like, yeah, I think so-and-so should be hung. Um, I'd like to see that person back up into a pitchfork. Um, he was saying very derogatory things about um, people who were our legislators in uh, the United States Congress. I didn't say anything, although I wanted to. Yeah, that's when you start to shut up. <laughs> and, and I got to tell you, it was, it was so stressful, the, the stress that I was feeling just li because he did not stop. And, and my appointment was behind by an hour. So for an hour, I listened to this guy, and I am not exaggerating here, he did not stop talking. There was no pause. All he could talk about was how angry, how, how much he hated, you know, fill in the blank. Uh, you know, these people who he didn't even know. I mean, he didn't, he doesn't know any of these people who are the, ri ri I mean, he acted like, you know, he was best buds with them as if, you know, he, he knew exactly who they were. Right. And all I could think of was this guy has got so much hate in his heart. And I was thinking, well, I wonder if he goes to church on Sunday because anybody who has that, who claims to be a Christian, Christian. or mm -hmm. or religious, religious or, or spiritual. Believe, spiritual or believes in the teachings mm -hmm. of Jesus or whatever, fill in the blank. Or a higher power. A higher power. Yeah, because um, even if you're atheist, even atheists believe in a higher power. Right. But if he's, you know, if all of that, that hate is just churning and burning in this individual. How sad is that? How sad is that you have that much hate in your heart that you feel the need to... Now, he may have been trying to get a rise out of me. I don't know. He may have been... Your blood pressure up before you... Oh, he, def oh he, he definitely... <laughs> my blood pressure definitely had, was compromised. But for someone... To, he could have just, you know, he's in, everybody's entitled to their opinion, right? Absolutely. Free speech. Absolutely. Everybody's, Free speech. and yeah. everybody has an opinion. I only have my own opinion, too. Right. But I don't feel the need to listen to this guy have diarrhea of the mouth for <laughs> an hour while I'm sitting there waiting for my doctor appointment. Yes. Absolutely. And so, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who has been subjected to that kind of environment, yeah, um, it, yeah. it's not you hear good. It all the time. Yeah. I mean, you hear it, you hear it all the time, and especially the week of the election. Yeah, I think it was pretty prevalent. People were like, "Yeah, it's so so responsible for us not doing this and not getting the house and whatever, whatever." It doesn't matter. Election yeah. is election. It's a democratic process that right. has been around since the beginning of. Of us, right? You know, yeah. And so, I I just don't understand, and and that's why a lot of people tend not to stay away from politics, yeah, because they get that rise. They could get that rise out of somebody, and it can almost be to the point of of anger and fight. Oh, this guy was. I mean, he. It was. Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> he was ready. He he. You could tell that he had. He had so much hate in his heart. I could see him, you know, with the road rage. I could see wow. him, you know, picking people out. 
Now, I hope I hope I'm wrong. I hope he was just, you know, trying to be Mr. Showboat and yeah. he was just being a jerk. But I'm surprised that the doctor's office, one of the, you know, even the receptionist. Uh, the receptionist was out sick, so oh, was it? it was, okay. yeah, that's another story okay. I can't even go into. Oh, but even, you know, but somebody will point out to a man, I understand what you're saying, but I'm not here for your your commentary, your political commentary. Mm-hmm. I just want to go in the doctor's office, you know, if you can kind of settle it down so I can settle down and get in here and get out. And yeah. We're good. Yeah. But, you know, that's hard to, sometimes that's hard to you don't know somebody's mental state. No, no, I wasn't. There was like, you know, this guy could follow me out. He could have a gun right. in his vehicle. I mean, there's all kinds Absolutely. of possibilities. So I just didn't say a thing. And you know me, Pam. It's very hard for me to not pipe up and say. Right. It, it was. That's why I'm surprised you said nothing. It was all I'm I could do. It was all if I could you're do. The first one that will chime in and say, "Hey, dude." Like, oh man, it was down, for an hour. <laughs> it was all I could do. I mean, you'd be proud of me. You'd be proud of me. I, I am, I'm proud of you just by t- you telling me the story. Because, you said, oh absolutely yeah, not. yeah. Because I was just like at my wits end. I was like, I just going to get in and get out of here and get away okay. from this. Because okay, so you had mentioned physiological changes, mm-hmm. and so that's an example of. I'm sure my blood pressure was you know, not very good during that. Um, I was, you, you know, I was on alert, if you will, uh, you know, trying to make sure that, I don't know what that, what that is, self-protection, even yep. if you're not saying yep. anything. Defense mechanism. Yeah, fight yep. or flight or whatever that yep. is. Absolutely. Um, and so when those things happen, and, and you and I have talked about this in other of in our podcast before about the physiological changes with stress, um, with you know events that cause inflammatory things to happen, and blood pressure and heart stuff and yep. all that. That's a part of the anger aspect of what we've been talking about. Yeah, absolutely. And you're right, Jacob. You know, I mean, you can, we can all test it out. If you ever get angry, have you noticed that one, it's almost like you go into your your thinking process changes. It's almost like an altered state yeah. of consciousness. Yeah, that's right? a good way to describe it. <laughs> yeah. It's an altered state of consciousness because at this point, only thing you're doing is expressing yourself, but then you also may find yourself heated. Yeah. You know, your body is heating up, you know, so you know that the circulation of the blood is changing. And your adrenaline. We, adrenaline, it's, it's like, you know, you're ready to, to, to attack, you know, you're on that, that, that mode to attack. And it's like, if you take, but you're right, if you just take time to just do a breath, a breath, you'd be surprised how quickly you will notice what's going on with you physically. You know, with your with your breathing, with your heart rate, blood circulation. I mean, everything. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. I don't. You know, we don't have the answers here on PB and J, but however, if you come across uh, people that you know they seem to be irate, upset, you know, anger, you know, don't look at them as you know 
just kind of take a second look and just observe because if you don't know, I don't know, no one knows except them what could be actually happening in their life and what situation they may be going through that's causing them this, you know, this anger or being upset. So I say protect yourself, do what you have to do to stay safe. And me and Jay wish everyone well here and be kind today to someone um, and give them some sort of, you know, extend the love out to them. And if someone, right, and if someone's kind to you, pay it forward. Absolutely. You know, um, don't, don't, don't let it stay with you. Pay it forward. It's a, it will make you feel better. It really will. It really will. It really will. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you again for joining PB&J. This will not be televised. We're here for you. Please feel free to reach out to us um, through, um, through the website or subscribe. More importantly, if you subscribe, we'll reach out to you. So look forward to talking to you next week. Have a great week. And uh, it's Thanksgiving week is coming up. So enjoy the time with family, friends, and loved ones. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye, everybody.